Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Hello and welcome back, all you hookers and slicers out there, to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast presented by 4Champ. I am one of your hosts. Stay in play, Clay, and with me, as always, is Nick the Stick. How are you sweeping over there, buddy? Oh, doing great over here. Weather's getting warmer. We're picking winners. Just thing, things are on the up and up, up in, up in the Northwoods. Yeah, a lot of... Uh, a lot of things going your way this past week. A lot week. of spring cleaning. A lot of spring cleaning. Cleaning up. A lot of rooming out <laughs> things. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if you saw, but I kind of got the sweep and the the picks this week. I was lucky enough after getting my clock cleaned by stay and play the last three weeks. He picked two of the three categories and... I totally redeem myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's uh, let's not delay any further. Let's get into <laughs> let's get into it. Eh? Well, you want to talk about? <laughs> uh, you know, I want to get this over with here. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, so picks for the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Nick uh, had a great couple picks there. He picked Bryson DeChambeau to win, and well, he was correct. That's <laughs> oh, I got done. Hitting, hitting bombs out there and winning tournaments. Uh, Nick Nick gets the winner this week. Only the second time this year that one of us has picked the winner in our picks. Um, so each of us has one of those. Right. And uh, But when I did it, the first week of the year, I did not get the sweep during that week. So Nick kind of one-upped me here and uh, got the sweep with his other picks. His other picks being Matthew Fitzpatrick, uh, who played a little bit better than my Steve Stricker, and then uh, Brian Stewart uh, was slamming his trunk a little bit harder than my Joel DeMen. Uh, not by much, not by much, not by much, but just a little bit, a little hey, bit. It's the dis- over the, you know. It was the dismount that, that got him. It was a little bit yeah. better. Um, now I do want to say, if you remember from last episode, I was going a little bit, you know, I was pushing the boundary with my pick. I was pushing my luck because I've had pretty good luck so far this year, as Nick mentioned. I've been doing well with my picks, but I want to see how far my luck extended and found out this week, uh, quite emphatically that it's not, there's not a whole lot of room there. Yeah, you have a horseshoe up your ass. It's just not made of gold. <laughs> right, exactly. So, <laughs> so I think this week when we pick for the players here, I'll, I'll get back to my normal winning strategy. <laughs> but that goes so far out of bounds on your picks. Yeah, I'll stay. I'll stay in play a little bit. Um, <laughs> boom, boom. So, yeah, congrats, Nick, on the win on the sweep. I have. I'm full, fully swept over here. By your picks, um, yeah, it happens. I, yeah, I just 
whatever the uh like you said you were taking a couple of a little bit riskier route and going with like one of your favorites one of the wisconsin favorites you know this tricker um but uh yeah it's, it's just always hard to pick the winner i'm always impressed when we can pick a winner and we have two this year so right um, exactly yeah it's not even just you know i mean yeah i made some kind of out there picks but you know it was my decision and in the end you did also pick bryson DeChambeau, who you know won the tournament so like you still you still went out and won it this week despite who i picked so yeah so don't take anything away from yourself nick i won't <laughs> <laughs> good okay. glad to hear it yeah yeah no it's uh I didn't watch a ton of it, uh, but uh, I, I caught the very, very end. I, I just saw a couple of those things. The uh, Bryson definitely took the r- rules to his advantage. Um, you know, that drop on 18 was a little suspect, but, you know, there's a rules official there, and so, you know, you're allowed to use them. You're, you're allowed to do it. So until you're not, I mean, it's just, you know, there's crazy things in, like, football where the guy – lays on the ground and his foot's out of bounds and he like recovers the ball on a kickoff and they get it on the 25 yard line like where do you draw the line i mean if it's a rule it's a rule so um you know i can't be mad at the guy but i think uh yeah it uh gave him he probably would have got up and down anyway but it definitely gave him a little bit more assurance and then so i would say i would say there that rule is a little bit more subjective right you know, it's essentially you have to determine, you know, is the sprinkler or whatever, you know, impeding the path to the ball or or it's affecting your stance. It's not really as cut and dry as like, you know, the ball or grounding the club in a hazard or something. Right. So that's that's where the rules official comes in and says, yeah, I, I can see it. You can do it, I guess. <laughs> But and yeah. then, then of well, course he says he's gonna. It's it's it, it, he says it's in his line, but then the line he took was no. Oh way yeah, no, it was, wasn't even close. Um, but I mean, hey, you know, it's. I I would say it's a little bit less of a problem or an issue than you know what we've dealt with a little bit you know a couple of weeks ago with Patrick Reed and the embedded. I was gonna just everything. gonna say he didn't go full. <laughs> he didn't go full Reed. Right. Um, on it, but um, yeah, he uh, yeah, I mean, because it was coming down to the wire, like between that and um, yeah, Lee you know, Westwood. I mean, he made he made some pretty big putts uh, in the last few holes to kind of keep himself in there. Um, I was kind of surprised that none of the neither of those two guys on that finishing par five got better than a par. Like that was a real opportunity because that yeah. was, that was the hole that, you know, Bryson, you know, had his little, little rules official thing. But um, yeah, they both ended up with par on that hole, um, which I think, uh, what's his name? Kind of West- got, not, not Westwood. Um, Connors. Connors. Yeah. Um, he eagled that to get, to basically tie with Lee Westwood coming down the stretch there. Um, yeah. But you thought, you know, okay, yeah, he's, you know, tied right up there now, but like Bryson and, and Lee, they're going to, they're going to get a birdie or something. One of them. One of them at least, but neither, neither did. They both got pars. Um, 
So that was kind of interesting. I mean, Bryson hit it in the bunker and got wasn't he up against the yeah. second bunker? Uh, yeah. He had to just pitch it out? Um, was it that one? Yeah, my memory's a little bit fuzzy. If it was if it was that one or um or if that was the hole where he he drove it but then no, you're right. I think you're right. It was he was up against the lip on that one. But you had the you had early in the tournament, you know, that uh sixth hole, I believe, you know, where it's just you if you got the right wind Bryson would go for the green, that par five or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he hits it. He, you know, he didn't quite have the line, but he hits it and he, he makes it. And people are averaging, you know, 200-yard approaches on that that hole for their second shot into that par five. And Bryson's got 88 yards out of the bunker there. Um, and yet he's still, you know, I think he, I think he either got like, I think I want to say he got a par on that hole too. Or birdie or a par but it wasn't like he didn't he he got a birdie he got a birdie him and lee both got birdies on that hole um and lee had like you know a 200 yard approach or whatever so they both got the same score even though brayson had significantly less yardage left on his on his approach which which kind of just goes to tell you yeah you can drive the ball far but like you still need to be able to hit some other shots because brayson you know, he had a that's that's an awkward kind of shot out of a bunker. That's you know, it's not a greenside bunker. It's an eighty-eight yard bunker shot essentially. You know, yeah, those those can be a little little tricky. And then I think I think it's the hardest shot in golf. Yeah. So like, even though he you know drove it you know ridiculously far, he's still you know he's not not in an easy position there. Still has yeah. to you know have other parts of his game working for him you know long long drives as as great as they are as great as distance is you still need to have the rest of your game to uh to kind of help yep for sure yeah it, uh it is surprising that yeah because usually on the tour you gotta you gotta make birdies to win so the fact they par par five is just it's crazy um I mean, yeah, they both got they both had a little bit of bad luck with the bunker and then what did you say the uh Yeah, eighteenth hole, Lee Westwood. Both of them just absolutely striped drive. Probably their both of their best drives of the round come on the seventy second hole. And of yeah. course Lee Westwood's drive ends up in a in a divot in the middle of the fairway. Like how I mean, it's not like it was right in the front of the divot, so like he could still get his club behind it. The ball yeah. was more in the middle of the divot, so it wasn't like as bad as it could have been. But still, like that's that's pretty bad luck, and especially with that with that 18th hole, you know, where you have to carry it over the water, and that pin being on the right hand side there, um, yeah, like being in a divot there, you know, and he's uh, shot down at that time, like what kind of risk are you really able to do from that lie or? You know, because you know you want to go for it because you're you're down a shot, but you're in a divot. So you either and you're playing first because Bryson, you know, drives it by you. So you have to put pressure on Bryson at 
you know, you, you can't just hit it and then have it, you know, go into the water essentially, right? Because of the lie. So you have to yeah, take a look. You don't want to give it to Bryce. Right. So you have to, it. you can't like go straight at that flag from there. You kind of have to play a little bit more conservative than if you maybe had, you know, a perfect fairway lie, which we'll never know, you know, what would have happened in that case, but it is unfortunate. And, you know, it always brings up the, the question of whether or not, you know, should you be able to get relief from a divot on the fairway, considering it's, you know, the fairway. Yeah. Oh man. Just like you're getting, you're getting punished for hitting it where someone else did earlier in the tournament. Yeah. Right. No, I get it. I mean, it's just a slippery slope because then, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're going to have a lot of people like claiming that this one's a divot. That one's a divot. That one's a divot from three weeks ago. This one's a divot from a year ago. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, where do you, at the, at the same time, does it does it matter? Does it matter if it's a divot from three weeks ago or a divot from today? Like you're on the fairway. Well, I, but what if it's grown back? What if it's like 90 percent grown back? Yeah, um, that's what I mean. Like, does it matter though if you move it a foot to the left or right or whatever from that position? If you feel like no, it, maybe. No, I, Sometimes I'm a purist. Like I like I'm a purist where you play the ball as it lies. No, I and I hear you, but at the same time, this is like the fairway we're talking about. This isn't like the balls in the first cut or the rough or like in a sand trap. Like this is a fairway that's supposed to be, you know, fair play, right? At the same time, I I get what you're saying because. Um, and I like I I don't have like a position here. I'm just kind of playing devil devil's advocate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, picking up what I'm putting down. Um, but if you're, I, I see where that part can be. You know, you can you can be a little bit of slippery slope there because, or you can get advantage there because not all fairways are, you know, flat, right? So if you do allow, you know, to get relief, you could potentially, you know, move it, you know, a foot and now all of a sudden you're no longer have the ball two inches above your stance or whatever. Yeah. You know, maybe more level ground. But I yeah. I do but let let's just for argument's sake, if so you you're saying play lift clean in place in your own yeah, fairway. Essentially. Lift clean in place but you're it's just a divot instead of mud ball, essentially. Basically, lift clean and cheat. Okay. <laughs> Look, can we just be like Patrick Reed? Can we have the Patrick Reed rules? Um, winter, winter rules winter, all year round. All year round. round. It's winter somewhere, right? Everybody can rough it. It's okay. Hey, if we're playing in the summer up here, it's winter down in Australia, so winter rules. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, but I guess like, I guess my, my question does remain like, does it really matter if like the stage of, of regrowth for a divot? No, it's tough. I guess sometimes, I mean, I could, I could see it both ways. I don't know. I mean, part of me thinks, yeah, you should, if you hit it in the fairway, 
and you get in a divot, like that sucks. Um, I, I, but I, I don't know. I mean, I lean towards play it as lies. Like, yeah, through the green, no matter where you are, like unless you're in like a gopher hole. <laughs> I mean, should it? Or you're, or you're embedded. Like there are other rules yeah. that you get relief. It, I mean, it sucks. It's just golf gods were not on Lee's side and like it just it just happens but um, but then again sometimes I yeah it doesn't really matter if you're six inches one way or the other I mean it's not fair that you're in the divot well life isn't fair but that's true well I don't know and you gotta both ways I don't know I'm not the (laughs) ultimate decision maker no and I'm I'm with you I don't I don't really have a position or a stance on this I I can like you see it kind of both ways um, I guess, yeah, I'm just, I'm kind of, eh. If they, you know, they ever change that rule and allow you to take relief. I think it's going to, I think it almost ends up being fluff it all the time in your own fairway. You know, you can yeah. move it, you can move it six inches all the time forever. I don't even ask me. Like, I don't even care if it's a divot at that point. So it's just play preferred lies in your own fairway. Well, what, if, that, what if you have to drop it, though, and not place? I mean, now when you're dropping from the knee. <laughs> from the knee. <laughs> we'll raise it back up. By the time we implement this rule, we'll raise it back to, up to shoulder. Every year. <laughs> hey, I mean, they, they used to not be able to, you know, fix, like, spike marks on the green. But now they're able to. Like, things change. Yeah. Things get things get yeah, easier out there. You can see, like, just go ahead and do it. Might just, you know what? Do it. Ask questions later. You know. Yeah. Can, just tee it up. I don't just really care. Tee at this it point. up. Just <laughs> put a peg in the ground. I don't care. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> so, but, but yeah. So, Lee Westwood. I, I mean, we'll never know if he would have been able to, you know, tie Bryson and force a playoff and eventually win in a playoff. Um, but Bryson, I mean, he really, he really should have got that ball up and down from because he still went for the green. He just, I mean, he was a ways away on the green though. That was a really long putt. I thought he chipped it. No, I... no. He uh, he hit, he hit the green, but like I said, he he hit like the far left side of it because he really couldn't be that aggressive from the divot from the divot he couldn't go for that right pin that's you know you got to carry the water the entire time um so he had a but he he two putted from there um that was a good two putt from as far away as he was uh bryson i mean bryson was sorry the 72nd hole wasn't it a par five no it was par four that's a par four oh okay it's a lovely par four I'll, I'll say <laughs> lovely. Speaking of lovely, uh, the 17th hole, that par three, I absolutely love the look of that. Yeah. With the with the front sand trap that bleeds into the water there. Yeah. I love the look of that. It, 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 for sure. That one would be a fun one to play. I like the ones that have a beach into the water. Yep. You don't, like, you don't see it all that often. At least definitely not up here. Um, but even just in normal courses that you see, it's not a feature that's very prominent. Um, but I do, I do like it. It looks, it looks nice. 
Um, Very nice. <laughs> so Bryson wins the Arnie Palmer Lemonade Iced Tea Invitational. Um, that's eighth win on tour. Feeling feeling pretty good going into the players. Twenty-seven year old. Yeah. Feeling pretty good going into the players championship. I mean, this is yeah. this is a glorious time of year, Nick. First major of the year. First, first non-major major. Yeah, exactly. No, I the players has always had a special place in my heart, and I mean, kind of like that they moved it uh, up from May. Um, it just kind of felt a little wedged in there between the the. Um, U.S. Open and the Masters, so I like it. Kind of gets the season going. Um, kind of wets your whistle for big time players making big time plays. And yeah, Island Green, say no more. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that a couple episodes. Feature feature hole. I yeah. mean, that's a yeah, that's one of those bucket list holes. Essentially, you feel like you got to play at least once. Um, yeah, not on a video game either. No, I've, I've played it plenty of times on a video game. Uh-huh. So I feel like I, if I ever go and play there, I know exactly how to play that hole. And when I do, I will immediately chunk it into the water. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what's going to happen. Um, yeah, Players Championship, they moved it. You know, It's been in March for a few years now, back in its original... You know, time. And yeah, it's just. It's it's an exciting time of year. Players' Championship is a great tournament, great course. And we're, le- we're less than a month away from the Masters now. Like, we're. We're, we're getting into it now. Like, this is, this is when things get serious with the, the whole golf schedule. Yeah. For sure. No, I think I think the the field is always the strongest, and like players definitely take this one really serious. This is one of their their bucket list wins that they want to have, and you know, for us as fans, it's just can't even believe it's been a whole year since since the uh, the world stopped. Right. Yeah. This is the anniversary of it. This event, like you mentioned, that uh, wow crazy how fast time flies it feels it feels like yesterday but also an eternity ago that's how that's how weird this past year has been yeah it's like stuck in a weird time warp yeah groundhog's day Uh uh-huh yeah so um yeah i don't know i mean the only thing i saw recently was did you, Bryson casually mentioned going left to the lake on 18, yeah. and then all, all of a sudden the PJ Tour was like, no, <laughs> that is not going to happen. That is not going to happen. Not going to do it. No. I mean, like, I can understand not letting that happen because that's where, like, that's where spectators are. Oh, there's a fairway over there. Oh, there, I guess there is. But, but, like, you are kind of almost hitting. Yeah, I mean, it is an area that, like, on the left side of that, you know, that green there on the other side of the water. I mean, there are spectators over there. So, like, if he, you know, doesn't quite hit the fairway over there, 
we just hit it in the in this the gallery all the That's time. That's true. Just sign Whatever. a sign a glove, hand it over. Yeah. But at the same time, like I almost kind of want to I want to almost let him do it. That's what I say. Cuz honestly, I don't think it's a good strategy. <laughs> like yeah, it's it's a lot of room to to land your ball, but like it's such a bad angle into that green. <laughs> yeah. It would just, it would slow things down. For, it would. It really would. Players. Because then they got to walk around the other side of the green, uh, the lake. Yeah, and and what about players who are playing that other fairway? Yeah, you got to wait for them. You know. And, and, and also, I mean, what if you know one of the other players you know picks up his ball like some jack wagon on my local course that always does it. <laughs> Bryson hits it over there. He's another player comes up walking. Oh look, Pro V one. I'll just take that. <laughs> Oh look! Oh look! Oh look! It's still rolling. Uh, what up? <laughs> on the ball. Hey Steve, pick it up. Strick. Hey, you want a you want a free Pro V one? <laughs> <laughs> look, there's a guy wearing a little Uzi uh, Hogan hat. hat yeah. Uzi's hat. There's a little silhouette. Oh man. Um, yeah. no, I mean, the, the guys are in the way. You know, you just yell four, and move on. <laughs> Right. Four left. Four left. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just, I think it's a pretty dumb strategy to begin with. But it is, it's Bryson, and he likes to push the boundaries of things. Um, and who am I? I'm not on the PGA tour, so who am I to talk really about strategies? We run a celebrated <laughs> podcast, and we are people listen and. We're making history here, yeah, so for sure. I mean, we have we have some sort of experience. Exactly. Um, no, I just think it's funny. Like he didn't even. It almost sounded like he was totally joking about it. Like, well, I could always go left of the lake, and then they're like, "Oh, really? No, because no. uh, uh, the fact that no one has ever tried that before, like." Well, how many players hit it like Bryson? Actually, I don't know how far that is. You could probably clear that water pretty easily on the left-hand side. Yeah, by, and by easily, I mean like for like a tour pro. <laughs> like it's not it, it's not that far. It's like maybe like a three hundred yard drive or something. Then yeah, that's I mean that's I couldn't clear it, but a pro tour pro could. I mean, if it's if that was a better option, uh, yeah, someone someone would have done it before. But uh, this article says it's about three forty. Three forty. Okay. Well, for right. to the fairway there, but to oh, there's, there's there's a dozen players on tour that can do that. Yeah. Um. But it's. Like, that's to get to the fairway. That's not just to clear the water, right? That's but, the landing zone. Correct. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, yeah, there's players who could do that. But like I said, it's it's not really, it's just not a good angle to the green from there. Like, obviously the green's not designed for shots from there. Especially if the green, or the pin is tucked you know, on the left-hand side of that green, 
good luck. <laughs> I guess. I just I just don't see it. I feel like it's one of those things where he's he, he I mean he's joke joking about it just to like hey what if I could do it? What if I try doing it? Yeah. But yeah, that eighteenth hole. It's a little scary. Yeah, no, I those ones with the water down the left always scare me. Uh, so well, uh, yeah, you can, it just depends. But I love it. I, I really enjoy them because it just matters. You can you can shorten the hole as much as uh, you want to be aggressive. Um, so it. Uh, I think I, I really enjoy that hole as a finishing hole. You know, seventeen, eighteen is just yeah, pretty historic, pretty uh, visually, just has the, has that wow factor. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And speaking of wow factors, favorite moment ever in a player's championship. That for me would be like. I think it was five years ago now, or six years. It's 2015, <laughs> however long that was ago. Uh, carry the carry one. the carry the one. Um, 2015, when when Ricky won it, he went six under in the final six holes. Yeah, just absolutely nuts. And then you know, three times, you know, with the playoffs included, where he just drilled it on the 17th hole, close to the hole. And got birdie, yeah. birdied each of those times. Like, come on, <laughs> like yeah. that's one of that's probably one of my favorite. Like, regardless of tournament, like one of my favorite endings. And of course, it, it did happen with one of my you know favorite golfers. But still, like that's such a clutch yeah. finish. I mean, it, like that was such a cool that was such a cool moment. And that's that's something I always like remember about this tournament. It you get some special moments like that. From the yeah. players. Yeah. No, it uh there's been a lot of moments over the years. Yeah, just all the shots at at seventeen really. Yeah. You think of all of them, you know, and and then especially Tigers better than most. Better than better most. Better than most. <laughs> and the and the fist bump that will play play out forever. Yeah. Uh, gives me goosebumps. For sure. For sure. Uh, but yeah, that Ricky one was definitely special. I mean, yeah, the, he was just lights out that day. He just flag hunting. And yeah, I mean, good for him because that was, I mean, that's still probably his biggest tournament. Oh, yeah, it's that's his biggest win for sure, yeah. That's uh, essentially his only, you know, quote unquote major, even though it's, you know, not a major. It's the fifth major. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, always has one of the best fields. So I, you're playing against all the top guys, and... right? And and I just love when players like go out and and win it. You know, yes. And you can't get any better than six under in the last six holes to to force a playoff and then win it in the playoff. Like that's that's going out and and taking it by the horns. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's it's always fun to watch is somebody go out and win it instead of somebody, you know, handing it over. Right. 
you always you know you always think about you know you always see situations where you know like in the masters where where Jordan Spieth you know hits his you know two shots into the water on 12 and and essentially kind of loses that tournament you know you always hear about or you always kind of remember those those losing moments or those moments that of heartbreak um those like sticking to your mind a lot just the nature of them but but it's always it's always nice to also remember the times you know where there were like you know epic win it you know win it moments yeah I mean those are those are the moments that I love to remember yeah so you want to make some picks? Yeah, let's make some picks. Let's do it. Players Championship. Well, I'll let you pick if you want to go first. No, you you won. You get you get pick. I am feeling. Is that how we do it? <laughs> we've we've switched about five times. It's our it's our show. It's our rules. It matters uh, who's feeling generous that week. Yeah. Um, no, I want to give you first pick. All right. You're okay. on. Your Honor, Your Honor. Are we, uh, do we want to just do, I mean, it's the best, you know, best field in, in golf, essentially. Yeah, we, pick your top two. Just pick top two. All right. Um, I'll go with, uh, I'm going to go with Daniel Berger. Ooh. Okay. Huh? For my first. It. For my first pick here, well, something to that. I'm telling you, I'm getting back. I'm getting back to my winning ways here. Yeah, he's been having a hot year. I mean, ain't ain't nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Nope. Cornbread, ain't nothing (laughs) wrong with that. Um. Uh, who did I like? Um, I'm gonna go Webb Simpson. Oh, all right, okay. I like the idea. I like it. It's a decent pick. Bring it, bring it back here for us. Uh, I'm gonna let you go third. What? That's that's not how we do things around here, Nick. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm just trying you gotta bring to it be... back. You gotta bring it back. I'm feeling good. I'm coming off my birthday week. Yeah, that that adds to it. Forgot to mention. Not only did you get the sweep, but you got it on your birthday week as well. I mean, that was my. That was my birthday gift to there myself. Uh, what well, a gift it was. I don't want to steal Ricky from you. No, so. I, I'm not picking Ricky. <laughs> I picked him last week. I'm not picking anyone who I picked last week. <laughs> I don't I don't like picking guys two weeks in a row. I just I just that's a personal rule for me. Yeah. Well personal thing. Yeah. So feel feel free to pick him if you want. Alright. I'm going Sung J M. Sung J M, oh, throwing the curveball there. 
Yep. I did want to stretch a little. You had me thinking, Ricky, and you just you pulled the string on it. And I went chasing. All right. So you got some JM. I am going to take. Uh, I'm going to take Jason Day. Okay. J Day. I mean, uh, you gotta feel, you gotta feel. drive the ball well on this course. And I feel like he can. He's one of those guys who can do it. He's always been one of the better drivers on tour. Yeah. In my opinion. Because I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of water. There's a lot of a lot of trouble out there. A lot of ugly. a lot of a lot of sand traps. A lot of a lot of stuff you don't want to be in if you're not driving it well, and you gotta have some decent length too while you're at it. Correct. Um. And then I guess I'll uh, I'll bring it back with the trunk slammer. Yes. Trunk slammer this week for me is going to be hmm hmm um we're gonna go who's got the worst profile picture <laughs> in other words it's tough in a it, it's tough in a week like this when it's you know a strong field you got a pretty decent set of pictures um man this is tough it's tough to pick in a week like this should we go i was because even for the majors i was thinking what if we don't do a trunk slammer what if we just go we, we each get three picks you want to do that could mix it up mix it yeah. up all right We'll stay positive this week. No negatives. Major majors. We're not rooting anybody for for anybody to do bad. Yeah, I I think that's a good that's a good change up, Nick. I like that idea. We're gonna call a little bit of an audible here. No trunk slammers this week. No trunk slammers for the majors this year and the players. So then I guess my third pick to win. Um. Man, now that you threw that at me, I gotta switch gears here. You know what? We'll go with we'll go with uh, we'll go with Rory. Oh, McElroy. Rory McElroy. Twenty nineteen Players Champion. Obviously, last year the tournament was cut short after one round, so he's essentially you know defending here. He's the defending champ. Yeah. Um, I'm going Tony Finau. Mm, that's a good pick. I was thinking him too. All right. There it is. There it shall be. There it be. Written so in stone. Players Championship picks. Nick's got Webb Simpson, Sung J.M., and Tony Finau. I have Daniel Berger, Jason Day, and Rory McIlroy. <gasps> Let the best man and his picks win. That's what I say. Yeah. Speaking of, you owe me a dollar. I do. 
I thought we had a dollar on last week. Oh, did we? I don't remember. <laughs> I for, I have completely erased last week from my memory. Check the tape. <laughs> Check the tape. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll buy you. I'll buy you a soda. You were like, I never do good when there's money on it. And I was like, okay, let's just do a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> See, told you, I don't do well when money's on the line. Doesn't matter uh, how much. Well. Uh, that's all I got. I mean, I did, uh, we, I had mentioned to you prior to the call, but the, uh, yeah, I was, I had almost went out and played golf today, but, uh, there's a a decent chance I might try to go play this weekend, at least nine holes on Saturday. So it's getting to be that time of year. Yeah. Nice, nice weather these past couple of days. It hit six, hit, it was in the sixties today, pretty much most of the snow. There's still a little bit there left, um, but most of it's gone now, although there is some snow in the forecast here for Monday, so we'll see about that. But yeah, unfortunately, no no courses open here, so wasn't really able to get out myself. Um, not that I really was going to be able to with, with work and everything, but perfect day to get out and swing the golf club, and unfortunately, it's spring for me is is a little bit disheartening because like yeah it's it's 60s it was 60s today it's been in the 40s and 50s for the last week or two um which is warmer than the the temperature i was playing in back in you know november before the winter hit yeah like i was playing in like 30s and yet i can't play in this warmer weather because no courses are open (laughs) It's always the most frustrating part of it, of the spring for me. Yeah, we're ready to go, and courses are just dragging their feet. Well, I mean, it's tough to take care of a, you know, prep a course when there's still snow on the ground. Hasn't all melted, and... Yeah. I guess, yeah, we want to not tear (laughs) it up. But, yeah, we're all just chomping at the bit. It's like chaining a, a dog up in front of a butcher shop. Yeah. But definitely, definitely going to get out to the range for sure. Yeah. Well, so. good luck. Let me I'll be curious to see how that goes, how much how much rust you got to grind through. Oh, there's probably plenty. Um, but I will say my uh, my claw grip is getting better. I'm, I'm, nice. I'm starting to feel it better. Obviously, as I mentioned, I'm still like I'm only really doing it with short, shorter putts right now, but I'm getting a lot more comfortable with it, so looking forward to actually putting that to use on on the course whenever I ended up, you know, actually getting out and playing. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully it's the it's the thing that that fixes all my issues. Yeah, <laughs> your, your claw and my my broom, my long putter. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about the sweep for a second. <laughs> Yeah, I am. That, that, oh, that too. Yeah, right. That's yeah, why. No, that's no. why you got the long putter. We're, we're both trying some uh, something, something different this year with putting. So I'm curious to hear hear how this is going to work out. Absolutely, more more to come in the future for sure. Yep. But until then, Nick. Yep. Have a good week. Go you out, too, swing some clubs. I'll do the same. And uh, we'll catch you all on our next episode. 
Arno Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Huh. Yes, sir!